In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Genesis 26, verses 1 through 5, where I'll answer the question, what did God promise Isaac? Genesis 26, verses 1 through 5 says, Now there was a famine in the land, besides the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Gerar, to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell you. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and to your offspring I will give all these lands. And I will establish the oath that I swore to Abraham your father. I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and will give to your offspring all these lands. And in your offspring all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Isaac is Abraham's son, and after Abraham dies, he finds himself as the patriarch of the whole clan there, and he's trying to figure out exactly what to do, where to go, and how to live out his life. And he finds himself in one of those circumstances that his father had found himself in. There was a famine in the land. And whenever there is a famine, you have to decide what you're going to do. Are you going to go to a place where there's more food, or are you going to try and stick it out where you are? Well, it's in this circumstance that the Lord appears to Isaac and explains to him the many promises that he is going to accomplish for Isaac and for his family. Here are three thoughts from Genesis 26, verses 1 through 5, answering the question, what did God promise Isaac? Thought number one, his presence the Lord promises Isaac that he is going to be with him, that he is going to be there with him and he's going to protect him. He's going to keep him safe. All of the benefits of the Lord's presence, Isaac is going to have. He is going to be with him just as he was with his father, Abraham. And this is a great promise that Isaac receives to know that the Lord is going to be supporting him, that the Lord is going to be making sure that he is kept well in good stead that he doesn't need to flee to Egypt or to some other nation to survive this famine, but that the Lord is going to provide him with what he needs in order to fulfill the promises he has made to Abraham and that he's making now to Isaac. Thought number two, the land. The Lord tells Isaac that this land that he's going to stay in, that he's not going to abandon, that he's not going to flee, this is the land that God is going to give to his descendants. This is the promised land, the land that will ultimately come to be possessed by the Israelites, by the power of God. The land that Isaac wanders in is going to be given to them as a possession. It's going to take a while. It isn't going to happen overnight, but ultimately his descendants are going to own all of this property that they are wandering through. And land in the ancient world means sustenance. It means life. It means survival. The Lord is promising him and his descendants a great and wonderful gift. Thought number three, Abraham's promise. The Lord says that he is going to fulfill all the promises that he has made to Abraham. He's going to make those same promises to Isaac. So the promise that 
All of the nations of the world would be blessed through him. This is a promise that Isaac gets. This means that it's going to be through him, through his lineage, through his people, that the Lord's ultimate goal of the redemption of creation is going to take place. A great nation will come from Isaac. His descendants will be powerful. They will be mighty. And through them, the Lord will bring about the redemption of creation. This is the great promise that Abraham received from God. And it's repeated here to Isaac. It will be repeated again to Jacob. And these patriarchs, these fathers of Israel, it is through them and through their descendants that the entire world ultimately will be blessed by the coming of Jesus Christ, the great Redeemer of the world. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Genesis chapters 24 through 27. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.